Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, welcome to Netflix book club. My name's Stephen McDonald. And I'm Dennis Rooney. And uh, we're here today with a stand-up comedian writer. Corey Rapond, what's up, man? Hello, the internet. Hey, guys. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Flix Book Club. Subscribe on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Like us on Facebook. Corey, anything you want to plug, man? Uh, just my Twitter. Uh, if you if you like misogynistic stuff, probably uh, solid jokes. Maybe. I like that you pinpointed it though. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you you figure out who you are at a point, and you make the world and accept I don't that shit. like women. <laughs> Um, wow. Ask either okay. of my wives. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the one uh, you still have, I, I didn't you actually still say any? what it was though. It's at R E P P O C S at Repox. Say Repox. it one more time. At R E P P O C S. There you go. At Repox. Stephen, do you want anything to plug this week? Um, nah. Okay, great. No problem. I'm good. Um, I'm good. As usual, there's a there's what? a very. <laughs> Only Steven will go, I don't want to plug anything. They There's go, ah. actually, well, no, I just remembered something that actually is will be very interesting for our audience. What's that? Um, next week on, uh, e- it should probably be Wednesday next week, uh, we will be coming out with a new series on What's Vice. What's we? You say we, people think Netflix Sorry, book club. Sorry, my, <laughs> my work, my, my the one that pays me, uh, that... Uh, at Vice Media on Vice.com and on our YouTube channel, we will be putting out a new show that's called Outsider uh, that is about outsider filmmakers uh, who make weird and eccentric and different movies. And it's kind of the story behind the how those movies got made and the people who were involved. And the first one, uh, the first episode is on uh, the Miami Connection, which is a ridiculous 1970s, 1980s uh, action movie that this guy Y.K. Kim made in the 80s. Okay. He, like, he made a movie himself in the 80s because he was like, I want to bring martial arts <laughs> to the people. He's Grandmaster Y.K. Kim. He's like a world... Did he do it? I don't know. He made He's a not huge the name that comes school... to mind. No, he made a huge <laughs> school and stuff like that, but his movie failed. His nickname isn't Bruce. <laughs> his nickname <laughs> is not Bruce. He is uh, not Bruce Lee. Well, Has he ever worn a monochromatic jumpsuit? But he was trying to be Bruce Lee. The show is... Uh, we're we're going to be doing a bunch of them. They're doing uh, one on Las Rojas, who's another crazy, weird, eccentric filmmaker, and uh, we're doing the guy who did Birdemic. Uh, and different stuff like that okay. throughout the course of the next couple months. But the first episode on YK Kim, is, it's really good. And that's going to really be on funny. the dot com, That's going right? to be on Vice.com and on Vice's YouTube channel. Um, and it's just, it's a good show. Cool, like check it. that out. That I'm, happy cool. To, I'm happy to tell people to, to watch it. This week we're going a little more mainstream than that, uh, whatever, oh, that Miami cocaine. Oh, yeah. Mainstream. Well, my, yeah, Miami make sure connection. Also, make sure to check me out on Vice.com, writing horrible comments under that video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Oh, I love, I the, love comments. the comments. Yes. Oh, I love the comments. Anything vice, I go straight to the comments. Um, all right, so as usual, we asked the guests for uh, a list of movies. Um, not that it was plain, but it was all things where I was like, I've seen it, or I just definitely not. It came down to two for me, Sunset Boulevard and Galaxy Quest. 
Sunset Boulevard was on there, right? Yeah, Sunset, yeah, Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard was on there. And uh, I'd be so up for it, but I didn't want to do that to Steve. Could, well, no, I wouldn't have a Which problem with Sunset. Which is two weeks in a row you're off the hook. This is the he thing. He sounds like that's right up his alley. This is the thing. <laughs> he likes old movies nobody cares about. <laughs> no, like Sunset Boulevard I actually would have been fine with. Uh-huh. But this is the thing is, is that when, you're, when your choice is between Sunset Boulevard and Galaxy Quest. Which is what we went with. You go Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I had to go Galaxy Quest. Okay. So like, I kind of, hold on, wait, wait. I kind of pinned it on you. You threw a bunch at me, but I said I went straight for Let's Do Galaxy Quest. Sure. I saw it in theaters, haven't even <laughs> touched it since. In theaters? In theaters at 10 years old wow. in 99. Was that like your parents? Wait a minute. You you saw this in theaters, but you haven't seen it since? Yeah, but I oh. still rem- I still in, like feel nostalgic for it. So you didn't watch it again? No, no, no. I d- of course I watched okay, it again. I don't look. I don't That's know how much That's rules for the podcast. I'm sure you yeah. watched it this week, Corey. Don't don't lie. I watched it today. Today? That's fine. I watched it I watched it, today. it yesterday. I'm proud of you, Stephen. <laughs> you beat me in watching I, it. Yeah, well, I have a job. I know. All right. Uh, hold on. I watched it at my job. <laughs> nice. That's well good. Well done. Well done. Good to they let actually, them They actually they to let them know. They bl- <laughs> they blocked uh Netflix, so I had to bring in my Verizon hotspot. Oh, that's hilarious! 4G to like for a second, I it. thought you were about to be like, uh, like I almost try. I tried to watch this for some reason. My Xbox will not <laughs> yeah. allow me to watch Netflix right now. Something screen. is wrong with it. It's doing it like periodically. It's just not letting me. Uh-huh. And uh, and so I looked on Amazon Video is working. And so I looked on Amazon Video to see if Galaxy Quest was there and if I could use it. It was not. I didn't know if I was going to have enough bandwidth left on my Verizon <laughs> hotspot. How's your data looking for the month? So, it, it, this took up half of my monthly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm saying it right now. So, Came from worth far it. away. Corey has put in worth more it. effort than yeah. any other guest we've ever any had. Any other guest. And holy God out of it so far. Kunal couldn't even bottle. keep up to, to watch one movie. Although Corey the water bottle you got me is a gallon of water. I that's did, that's what I carry so around. It's, it's, import, it's important to hydrate, um, man. Okay. Why was this movie on the list? Yeah. That's what I want to know. What is it? Is this movie mean something to you? Was it a favorite? Had you never seen it before? Maybe. I'd, What's I'd, nev- I'd never seen it before. It was one of those that kept you had popping never seen up. You never I'd saw never this seen, movie? I've never seen Galaxy Quest before. Okay, Holy hold on shit. now. I want to say something because I don't know you that well, Corey. Okay. I know you a little bit. Sure. I would consider you like a sci-fi guy. We were just talking about World of Warcraft before. Yeah, the movie. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I've seen, but it's just the- Never uh, saw this. Whenever, whenever I see sci-fi movies- there's like a Venn diagram of like, I love sci-fi stuff, but I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> so okay, I can when I see that. him as the lead, that's fair. Uh, then I go, you know what? I'm gonna pass on that. I get and that. And go watch. That makes sense again. to me. Because I I have that with a couple different, a couple different things. Yeah, you see someone in a movie that you would otherwise normally go see, and it's completely going to throw you off. I well, no, and it's. I mean, it's like I see. I I used to have uh, a great affection for this person, but uh, but nowadays, if I see any kind of movie where I'm like, well, that looks like a Tim Burton tree, uh, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, anything that looks uh, too gothy, I'm usually checking out of. It's not even like, too gothy. It's literally just Tim Burton, which is gothy. It's like, though. It's like yeah, pop it is. Gothy. But, but um, okay, I'm, so I'm like done. I love the fact that you put a movie on there that you hadn't seen before. I don't know or care if you had seen any of the others. I want to at least be able to like see a new movie and like have a reason to go that's see something. C- that's new. kind of the whole point of this podcast is for me to watch movies that I would other not otherwise never make myself watch. But watch I was it. always like, kind or of to see rewatch that. movies that are amazing, or to rewatch movies that are amazing. Um, so after seeing it, give us a quick synopsis and thumbs up, thumbs down, pass, fail, 
Stream it, don't stream it. Uh, okay, so in general, it is a uh, Star Trek-based like kind of uh, movie, and they just basically mock all sci-fi TV tropes. And I, I thought it was w- it was way better than I expected. Uh, I was not expecting much at all from this movie, and yeah, it was very solid. I, uh, I definitely think people should uh, go stream it, not immediately, but when you get a chance. That's a good. I like that little tag, the little asterisk. Not immediately. Like you don't have to do it right now, yeah. but yeah, you but should watch this movie. Yeah, put it on your list. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it too. I remember, I remember seeing this movie with uh, my best friend Mario. I was 10 years old. His dad took us to go see it. I was uninterested. So I didn't like Home Improvement. Tim yeah. Allen, get out of here. Show me more Jim Carrey. Even watching it at that age, which it it was rated PG. Yeah. Not even PG-13, which I want to yeah. get into later. But even like a family-friendly movie like that, I remember watching it as a kid and being like, this is a better movie than a lot of people think it is. Like, this yeah. isn't just yep. a kid's movie, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's one of those movies that got marketed incorrectly. Maybe. Like, they made it seem a little more for children than it was. Yeah. Because, like, as... There's a, there's a ton of that stuff that would have gone over children's heads. Yeah. Well, and also... They didn't hold on know. to that. Hold on to this, because okay. I want to talk more about that. I think that that's a We'll get into that. We'll get into that right after the break. About. But basically, I liked it a lot, and watching it again now at 27, 17 years later... <laughs> wow, I didn't think about that. 17 yeah. years ago, I saw this movie for the first time, and I haven't seen it since, and now I watched it today. Stream it. It's really good. Ten or twenty-seven years old, Stephen. Um, so I had. I mean, I've seen this movie before. Um, I fucking love this movie. I just love it. I love it with a fervent passion. <laughs> I watch it every. I watch it every couple years. I more than I, Groundhog's Day. Um, I mean, Groundhog's Day. I see scenes of all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, like every year. Uh, and I probably watch the whole thing, you know, like once every two years or three years. Um, this is just a, just just a good movie. Like it's just a good movie to just pop on. I can I can hop in and out of this movie at any point. Yeah, it it's kind of like Fifth that. Element. Like I can just hop in and out of Fifth Element at any moment and be happy with myself because there's just scenes that are enjoyable. Um, that's how I feel about this movie. It's kind of how I've always felt about this movie. I. Uh, I say stream it immediately. I'm not even like a hold off. I'm like, if you've <laughs> never seen it, I'm kind. I'm like almost so happy that I get to have a discussion with somebody who just watched it for the first time, because every time that I've watched it, I've never like. It's like if I'm talking to people, usually they've seen it a bunch of times. Um, do you only talk to people who have seen this movie? <laughs> I do. I only talk like, to people who have seen before, this movie. Before, before we, we start a conversation, I was really worried that you were going to be like, no, nah, I didn't like it. And I was going to have to be like, hey, Corey, you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I just, just leave. And then and just then get you... the fuck out of my house. There's room for improvements um, in this film. And we're going to get oh, to it. Oh, there are. But it's so fucking, ah, uh, we'll get to it right after the break. We are not the people you think we are. I don't understand. Didn't you make any TV shows on your planet? Any theater, films? The historical documents of your culture. Yes. In fact, we have begun to document our history from your example. No, not not historical documents. They're not all historical documents. I mean, surely you don't think that Gilligan's Island is a... Those poor people. Oh, wasn't that clip so fucking good? So good. That was my favorite scene from the movie. Uh, that should be our. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna do every time now. That's what we're just gonna always come back with. Oh, that. That, that clip was so great. I don't know how we never did that before. Um, 
Corey, but, take it away, because I, I stopped yeah. you, though. You were saying there's a lot of stuff in this movie that could go over kids' heads that were meant for adults. Yeah. Well, if, if, you're, if you're not familiar with Star Trek or, you know, those sorts of uh, campy sci-fi shows and movies, uh, yeah, there are a ton of tropes that are not going to make any sense to you, things that maybe wouldn't hit as hard and be as funny. Like, uh, yeah. just for example, whenever they get to the, uh, the I don't even know what the if they gave the planet a name, but like the desert planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he Where starts doing the front rolls. spheres. Yeah, he starts doing front rolls. Yeah. And the chick asked, does that like help in any way? And kids would not understand that that was the thing that Shatner did. He always yeah. rolled, right? So it's like those little things that yeah. would just go over a kid's head. And plus later on when, um, what's the bad guy's name? Something that it's hard Ceres. to say. It's too many consonants. Yeah. Ceres. Ceres. When Ceres. <laughs> the thing with no <laughs> consonants. No uh, Lobster vowels. head. Yeah, yeah, lobster head. Lobster head. When lobster head um, comes up, I forget when, but basically Tim Allen rolls when it's like really not needed. When he shoots, <laughs> oh, at the very end oh, of the, the movie, end when he, yeah. yeah, when lobster head walks out of the ship Spoiler at the convention. Spoiler alert! Oh no, we're yeah. good. After the break, you can say whatever yeah. you want. Spoilers. Oh, after the break, that's it's the, spoilers. Yeah, I should have said completely. that. That's what the break signifies. But uh, um, yeah, there's a lot. Of, it's a very consistent. This film. is well, no. See, this is my thing. Is that this movie, like. It uh, the pace of jokes. It is not like it. It's not like a joke dense, dense, dense movie. Moments of it are. I'd say. Moments of it are very dense with jokes. But really, what it comes down to is is that it stays true to like the tone of making fun of sci-fi things. Yes, it just does on all cylinders. Like, any moment where it can make fun of a sci-fi thing, it just fucking does. Yeah. And any time that it can make fun of actors, it just goes for it. Yeah. And it's I just, just that's real what I too. love about it. And you know what's cool is that it doesn't, like, make fun of... So many movies we've seen where it makes fun of the fans of these sorts of uh, sci-fi things. Yeah. You know? This is really making fun of the actors and the people oh, on the yeah. other end. You know what I mean? It doesn't bash the fans a lot. In fact, the fans save the day at the end. Yeah, yeah. they're the ones that come through and yeah, really. it's their crazy obsessiveness with every little technical detail of this thing that actually like saves the day. Well, and simultaneously, the aliens like that whole the idea initially that it's just like it's real. Yeah, like somebody made it real. <laughs> is is so like i i wish that i could go into this movie knowing nothing like cory here well no but like cory like at least had some frame of but (laughs) cory at least my understanding is that you had at least some frame of reference that like they were going to go into space and there was going to be real space things happening sure and i just wish that if i could watch this movie a hundred percent cold where it's just like I don't know anything that's about to happen. And then he ends up where it's like, those guys are real weird. I wonder what's going to happen. And then it's like, holy shit, it's real? Is it? And like, that's the twist and the turn. That would have been like so fun just in like my heart and soul. Uh huh. Which I think gets into the, into what you were mentioning earlier of marketing and stuff like that. Is that like, I think that this movie was a difficult thing to market. Because of when and how it kind of like came out and existed. Well, also, I guess they didn't want to give away the fact that it is a real 
I don't know whether they did or not. I think they. I think they alluded to like there's going to be space aliens and spaceships and shit. Oh, they did. Yeah, because I mean, I I wasn't really. I think I remember like some commercials here and there, but I mean, it was so long ago that. Right. Yeah. No. Totally. But they gave it seventeen years ago. Yeah. But I I I feel like. I feel like what they did was was that. It's a it's a difficult movie to market because it's like, well, is it like the has been actor trying to do something great movie, or is it a sci fi movie, or is it a comedy, you know what or this is movie it is? serious, or is it like, that's you a know, triple threat? This is a niche movie that's extremely accessible. Yes, that's what it is because it's really, if you show this to like Trekkies or just science fiction people in general, they're gonna love it. They're gonna get all those in jokes. And there's going to be some parts that are kind of like, okay, that's clearly yeah. meant for kids. That's kind of, they yeah. probably held back on that one. But you can watch, like I said earlier, like 10 through 27 at least, like it's very enjoyable. And it yeah. hits on all marks. And no one's ever left hungry for too long. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'd say the hardest part, honestly, is for kids the first half hour of the movie. The first half hour of the movie's got nothing for kids, really. Yeah. yeah. A couple, like, shitty jokes it's got adult aside, things. Huh? Yeah, it's got, it's got adult well, yeah, things. It's got the, kid things. Yeah, the main guy's just drunk and yeah, sad. Yeah, it's like character well, stuff, and like, you know? And like, you have to... Is, uh, one of the characters is just an actor who's like angry. That yes. Yeah, you don't get... Alan... Yeah. I mean, Alan Rickman. The late Alan Rickman. The late please. Alan Rickman. This is one of my favorite Alan Rickman roles ever. Really? <laughs> No, re- le- legitimately. I'm trying to think of what else he's there done. There are like, so I know many. A ton of stuff, but what have I uh, seen? There was Dogma. He was really good. He was good. What that? He, <laughs> that, like that, that's the one you picked. The shittiest <laughs> movies he was in. Which I enjoyed Dogma, by the way. Was, but like, just he was in Die roles, Hard. Never mentioned Die Hard at all. <laughs> yeah. Just like only these wow. side roles. He was in Die Hard. He was in Dogma. He was Snape. He was in a hundred other things. Yeah. Um, kind of like his character in the movie. He's like, isn't he like the British classically trained actor? Yeah, he's like the uh, yeah. the stage. I actor. just yeah, who turned I Hollywood, willing to do anything though. Kind of, he'll play in Dogma with the well, poop I monster. I feel and like, shit. and they don't really get into it, but I feel like it was one of those things where he was, you know, doing his thing uh, on the stage, and then probably got the opportunity to do this, and was like, well, I need some money, let's do this, and then it like turned into a bigger thing than he expected. Right. And then he was just known for that. He was like, people really like this slow British drawl thing I keep yeah. throwing at him. So I feel like I can't he was decide whether you're. I can't decide. I think that Dennis is talking about the actual Alan Rickman right now. Yeah. And he's talking, talking about, about the, the character, character <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm think, sitting here listening do you, do to you it. Think, just going, not, he's. Do you think Galaxy he's, Quest was his big break? <laughs> No, I don't think it was his big break. That's why when you said that, I was like, well, <laughs> I guess Corey's talking about back in the day when Rickman made the jump from theater to film. No, I was talking no. about the He's talking movie about the that movie. That's why, you s- talking about. Uh, that's why you said I didn't really get into it. I was like, all no, right, you didn't research Alan Rickman's early career? <laughs> no, this is, no, this is a question that I wanted to ask. Is, uh, is So this movie is the cast is ridiculous in this movie. Yeah. Um, because yeah, Dwight it's like from the office is in it. Dwight is his in premiere. it very early uh, in his career. Let's start from the bottom up. You got Dwight. I think his film debut. Justin Long's film debut. Yeah. You got Daryl Mitchell. Which one's he? Exactly. He's the only one out of the main crew who's not like an instant name recognizable. Oh, is he the black one? Yes. Okay. Whether that has something what? to do with it or not, I don't what know. What else has he been in? He's he's like one he's of those guys. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, you'll notice he works. Yeah, okay. Now but he goes by Daryl Chill Mitchell in the credits. 
Okay. Oh, he does. Yeah. So uh, he's probably honestly did he drop that at some point. I don't know, but he's no. He, after the nineties, no, as we mentioned before, that. as we mentioned oh, before the podcast, at into s- chill. At some Guys, point, as we mentioned before the podcast, I'm not going to learn some comedian's new fucking name. <laughs> Something that he's got to have. Learn, I'm not going to learn some character actors. Yeah, new like you didn't. I don't care. You're, uh, the unless he added chill so that he could get his SAG card. Like most actors will change their name or they'll change something had or to whatever. Have been another Daryl so Mitchell. that they can get SAG insurance and stuff like that because uh-huh. you can't have yeah. the same name as Michael somebody else. Michael B. Jordan. Um, and wait, but you can throw something in quotes in the middle though too. No, no, no. Probably. I don't know the name. Look, I don't know if you can, but like. I hope that's why he did that. Daryl Mitchell knows he's and chill. not just because he's like, look, I'm gonna have like a B level rap career. I'm just so imagining him chill. Do you, think, do you think chill was just like automatic immediately, or did he like have a legal pad full of potential, potential middle potential. names? I would, I would he's guess like, that he what went are from some adjectives that I could use. I would guess that he probably went from uh, he probably went from like um, from like room temperature like lukewarm to like room temperature to he's like my, my career is about to get ice cold <laughs> and he's trying to make it to ice but he's just not there yet <laughs> daryl the um, man mitchell he's like what? nonetheless <laughs> what he's like what mountain dew flavor should i name myself <laughs> after <laughs> you just list them all code daryl, red daryl wild cherry mitchell um if i ever get into but, sag i'm gonna be Corey code red rapon <laughs> so uh, so he's the only one out of the but, whole main group. But then group. also, but then out of that main group, um, it's like, it's Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver. Monk. Uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, that guy? Tony Shalhoub and, uh, and Alan Rickman. And then the extra guy added on is Sam Rockwell. Yo, I had no idea Sam Rockwell was in this movie until he showed up, and I was like, "Sam Rockwell's in this well, movie." Well, no, and this is the thing is, is When's that he it was, it, but but uh, it was a really you, early research the movie him. ahead of time. Don't you not know anybody's in the movie until you see him show up? Wait, what? That's true. You said you didn't know <laughs> Sam Rockwell was in the movie. Well, before I knew he Tim Allen up. was in it. I knew Sigourney he Weaver just didn't, was in he it. He just didn't remember. Was he like the, was he like this the hidden the thing. one that they did When didn't? you were 17 years ago... I didn't know who Sam Rockwell was. That's the thing. Is that 17 years ago, nobody knew who Sam Rockwell was. Yeah, this is... Like, he was in some stuff. He yeah. had been in some stuff. But you wouldn't recognize him like, holy shit, there's that guy. Yeah. In the same way that it's like, yeah, Dwight from The Office is there. But had he never been Dwight from The Office, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, holy shit, like... He had he just had an early role. Yeah, I mean Sam Rockwell, Tony Shalhoub, and to a degree Alan Rickman. They were all known, but like ten years after this movie, they were huge, like yeah, much sure. bigger deals. Well, Tony Shalhoub was a was a very big deal even before then because Monk? he had been on no Wings. Oh, oh he was oh, on yeah, Wings. Yeah, Wings. He was on Wings for a very uh, long time. Played a big. By role By the way, in my favorite character in the whole movie, easily. Tony, Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Yeah. That, well, no, and that was what I wanted to ask about the crew: is who do you love? Who was your favorite out of like those people out of that Sam, core group? Sam Rockwell was my favorite, like guy, just because I love the person who is the voice of the audience. And you he know is, what I mean? Yeah. Like he's the the yeah. third, the fourth wall breaker, <laughs> and uh, and I just love that he's constantly like, well, this is what is going to happen to me. Yeah, I'm gonna die, and there's no escaping it. Right, and he's like, and he's tr- constantly trying to figure out 
who he is in the episode of uh-huh. the thing that's happening. <laughs> and I love that. Like that is perfect yeah. to me. You can't and you can't blame his character either because all right, so he he was in one episode of this thing, but he's kind of yeah. made his life about it, trying to yeah. be more important. For well, he's it. trying to ride on it because he's trying to make money. Yeah, and then he finds out it's real. Why would he not think that like I'm doomed to, to what I've already <laughs> played? You know what and I mean. Especially because the whole time, like the only reason he's there is because they were about to go, and he's like, "Hey, can I go too?" Yes. And these, yeah. Oh, this well, is and a- he knows he's not supposed to be there. He has nothing to do. Everybody else has something they're supposed to be doing. But I, d- I do love that. Like, well, and also one of my favorite moments is that after the whole thing, so he, you know, is a hero, like becomes part of the crew through this whole thing. And then they, they crash into the, the convention center. And then they're all coming out. And then he comes out, and the guy's like, and another crew member. The more, okay. the merrier. Yeah, another <laughs> the more guy, the merrier. person. There are so many. So it's like he goes right back down. The throwaway lines in this movie are better than the punchlines in, like, oh everyday my rom-coms. You know what I that's, mean? That's, that's what I love about this movie is, is that it's just packed with so much Sigourney Weaver's character stuff. says at one point when they're in danger, she's like, we got to get out of here. So, or so-and-so's going to die, Sam Rockwell's yeah, character. Yeah. And it's like, why just him? You know what I mean? No, no, that was such a great line. I also just love the amount that it's like, like when they're going through the chompers and stuff like that, and she's like, I will kill whoever wrote this episode <laughs> yeah. because all of it is supposed to be based on stuff that's previously been written. Right. And I just, like, my favorite person in it is Alan Rickman because he's just so... It, he's just he just so is like embodies the voice of just like why am I here? Uh-huh. Just like I hate you all so perfectly, and I love that just like along the way he just like grows into like caring and being a part of this entire like thing. But like I still like me and my brothers watched this when we were uh, pretty young, and we still will look at each other and say. By Grabthar's hammer, I will avenge thee. By Grabthar's like, hammer, we do that to each other constantly. For some, there are various movies that have like little things in them that me and my brothers just latched onto uh-huh. and just always said to and each other, and that's them. one of them. Well, there's like bands who have named songs after this movie. Oh and yeah, stuff, you know what I mean. Um, I mean, can we acknowledge that uh, Lobsterheads? Lobsterhead is just a member of Guar, just a straight up Guar <laughs> boards the ship. <laughs> Wars out in outer Dude, space. This was one of the things that I that I noted and looked really good. The makeup, by the way, everything it looked great. Not everything. No, this is this A is what I will it. say. The majority of of what they had, even the stuff that was CG that was like not quite. They did enough. They did just enough practical effects where it was like, oh, and they're like the squid people. It's like squid people. Uh-huh. Like they like they made rubber squid people. Um, there was just enough of that that it felt like Jurassic Park in that way, where it was like, there's some CG and you can go, eh, that looks a little off or a little old or whatever, but there's enough practical that you're like, this looks great. Yeah, when it's face-to-face, you could tell those are two people in the same room. Yeah. Just that one's wearing like a lizard head. Yeah. Um, I want to talk, though, a little bit about, like you mentioned, the chomper scene. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver has a line, and she goes, well, screw this. And at the beginning of the movie, someone says, what's the line? Oh, hold on, hold on. He says, uh, you're so full of it. The original line was, you're so full of shit. And the original line for Sigourney Weaver was, well, fuck that. Because it's a PG-13 movie and you only get one. 
Why bother bringing this movie down from PG thirteen? Oh, and there was also more violence. It was it was a darker movie. It had yeah. darker tones, more mm-hmm. violent, heavy, a little heavier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'm just uh, now I'm speculating, but maybe we have a little more of Tim Allen's uh, alcoholism. We have to assume, you know, maybe that gets yeah, thrown maybe. in there. The DTs in space. I don't know. But what's the point of like taking a PG thirteen movie and dropping it down to PG? Are people really? Are you getting like the kid numbers? Well, that there, way? I mean, there, there, there's some fucking guy in a suit that said these last five movies that were PG thirteen made X amount of dollars, and these movies that were PG made X amount of dollars plus five dollars, mm. and they changed it. I just want for that. I think like, there's just movie. some well, guy that was like, I also, and I'm sure they just had a talk where it was like, well, I guess it's not going to change it that <laughs> much. Yeah. I think that. Well, the other question is is whether they cut violent stuff because of MPAA ratings, or whether they cut violent stuff because of um, their own personal choice on the movie, where it's like, well, I don't want it to get that violent because like it's a good. Like, it's a funny movie right now, and the violence in it is not, it's not helping the movie. It's hurting the movie. So let's take it out and, fairness, and let a, it be funnier. There's some good violent moments in and this film. A couple. Because, a couple. And and then the question becomes, if they made the their own conscious choice to take the more violent stuff out, and then they brought it to the MPAA, and they were like, and they were like, okay, here's the deal. Like, you're PG-13 right now. But it's your PG thirteen right now because she says the F word, mm-hmm. right? And they're and, like, "Well, we might as well." And if you cut it, you're PG. But we're just letting you know that's the only yeah. reason you're PG thirteen is that. And then somebody sat in a room and they went, "Look, if we make a PG thirteen, families are not going to go to this thing, and Tim Allen is the star." And presently, as this movie is coming out. Tim Allen is one of the largest TV stars in the world. Tim Allen means PG, yeah. That's true. And, true. like, Tim Allen is one of the largest, if not at that point, the largest. Like, 99? I don't know when Home Improvement ended, but, like, that movie did not I go think, out. Like, on, right before this, right? Like, Home Maybe Improvement did not go out, and and the Santa Claus movie, the first one, is that it's like, Home Improvement did not go out on, like, a, hey, you guys are canceled, real sorry, like, this is, you know, you're you're at the end of your your not lineup, not, don't have any drag. They, they had the one kid who was, like, goth. Well, did yeah. Did one kid turn goth on One kid turned goth, for, turn a goth? A, for a minute. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Tim Burton. But the thing is, is that, yeah. It <laughs> uh, all comes but, back to <laughs> Tim but Burton. But Home Improvement went out on a high note. Like they were like they like were like Seinfeld? still really not as big as Seinfeld, right? But that they but were like we're gonna. It was away that from type it. of thing where it was like where it was like they when they were done they were done, but they went out on a note of like, hey guys, goodbye. Like we've had a really great run. Kind of the same mom as like been in anything else. The Home Improvement Mom. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I can't. I, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if you look at her IMDb, like she has been. It'd be kind of cool though if she had never did anything else, just the Home Improvement Mom. And no, now no. no one can find her. No, that's <laughs> the thing is, is that she might not have done anything. That show was on for like ten years. No, I know. But it's one of those things. Like she got enough that. money that it's she one of those things to. like Frankie that's Muniz, true. where it's like, what the hell is Frankie Muniz doing? Frankie Muniz is hanging out with his Porsches and his like forty million dollars that he and, made when he was thirteen, and, and his weird shitty beard. I'm sure, and his weird. Oh, shitty I'm sorry, band. I said shitty. Now we're a PG thirteen <laughs> podcast. Fuck. Well, ah, roar. Oh, Fuck. God. Fuck, Corey. It's all falling apart. We'll edit this in post. All right, let's get to uh, 
really deep, heavy philosophical questions about a PG thirteen movie about actors going to space where something okay. was created. Right. Um, TV now. shows. TV shows are all real. Historical documents, rather. Excuse yes, me. historical documents. Oh I'm sorry. Um, what's the main alien dude's name again? Saris. Saris. No, no, no. The nice guy. Quimflamp. Quimflamp. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that was that him? I like the biggest um, laugh of the podcast was Quimflamp. <laughs> Quimflamp. Was, no, uh, was that was that the alien or the black guy's name? <laughs> I can't remember. So Quimflamp. The main alien. His he, name is not Quimflamp. Yeah, but I can't pull it. You got it? I don't um, got it. Quimflamp it is. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Something So the main alien. Let's just make up all the names. So Goldflarp and Quimflamp walk into a bar. No, Goldflarp is being told by Tim Allen after he's being tortured and Tim Allen goes over to him and has to tell him that like we're essentially liars. We're not really. I mean, we're actors. It's for entertainment. But to Flimflamp... It's like, oh my God, they're liars. You know what I mean? And it blows his mind. I have by the you way, lied. by the way, that was a very like for that type of movie. Um, Lobsterhead was like a real mean son of a bitch. He's brutal, some brutal to just, parts. To like not even just as physically like yeah. he murdered a whole race or whatever, but just to be like, I'm not just gonna kill these people. Like I want you to break this guy's heart. Yeah. Before I kill him. Yeah. They're like chill. Explain it to yeah. him like a child. What yeah. does he say? He said, "You've all done far greater damage than I ever have." This is some heavy duty shit for yeah, a PG very, movie. Oh yeah. Very heavy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But hold on. Like let's Sigourney get heavy. Weaver's boobs heavy. Oh, she looked great in this movie. Malthazar. Killing it. Boom. Malthazar. Looked it up. Malthazar. Malthazar. Okay. Malthazar. All right. So Malthazar gets t- the reveal to Malthazar is that we're just actors. Blah blah blah. These aren't historical documents. Come give it another twenty minutes. There's a big battle. Blah blah blah. Malthazar comes back in the room and he ah ah to think you lied. What a what a deception to the enemy. And they let him continue thinking that. Interesting. Interesting. Are these good people? How come they can't explain it to these space oh, aliens? You know what I mean? That's actually a thing I didn't catch. I didn't I didn't catch that either. That's kind of... Because in, in, if yeah. you made a movie but for yeah. adults today, that would be a huge thing where it's like, do we tell them that, you know... I mean, one of them, Tony Shalhoub's character, takes this woman down to Earth, which, by the way, isn't she a tentacle thing? You know what Does I mean? You have to she keep is. using... Is it, is it like... Is it a force field? Is it like makeup where like she takes it off to sleep that's interesting he he digs the tentacles the Wait, way his eyes they, roll they back don't Dude. bother him i yeah. Tony and like Shalhoub. certainly she has access to a lot of things with all those tentacles those tentacles reach a lot of places so yeah, tony, Shalhoub, tony Shalhoub is so fucking funny in this movie dude when he yawns getting off the ship they just landed to get the oh my God. spears and he's just yawning getting off the ship I what well was no because I didn't really that's catch. that's my he thing was is so I was like is he on quaaludes or like what yeah it was kind of like is this guy because they didn't really hundred percent explain no they I think I think that they the the thing that they did a really great job with with him was like an actor ish like thing that they do uh or not that they do but that that like some sometimes happens with people and I think it's what they were alluding to is like he gave up. On everything, on life, on existence, he's just around, and 
and like and because that's what happens when he's going to do the uh the 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 thing when he like gets the pig lizard thing and get the guy back up onto the ship Mm -hmm. is that he's like no no and they're like you have and and tim allen's like yelling at him of like i like you have to like try again stop being apathetic get out of your complacency he's like i'm not that guy anymore yeah he's like Like, i'm not that guy anymore you know and well no and that's the thing is that i think that's what they were like what they're alluding to with his character is that it's like he's just given up on like he was this guy yeah he was he was an actor who had all these feelings and things and then the show ended and then fuck it like i don't i got nothing maybe even to us uh, like pull out of this even more because that's what we do we take stupid movies yeah. and we treat it like academic fucking shit but i think you see glimmers of his old self with small jokes like when he when they first get transported up and he just immediately walks up he's like what's wrong with these guys you know yeah because he is around but he's also i think there's small well, moments like where he's happy like, he's, he's like oh like, my god cool. i'm living i'm doing something crazy cool. you know i'm out of the regular day-to-day grind yeah. Then you get a ten- tentacle up the And then I love... And that's I why just he's love about it. Oh, it, Corey, man. you brought killing it all it. around. That's why he's about the tentacles. And then I just love... I don't know. I love the the dynamic between all of them where it's just like... like just They'll have such great paced moments where it's like Tony Shalhoub being like, what's wrong with these guys? And then Sam Rockwell just screaming yes. where it's like... That caught me so off oh, guard. Oh, I love it so much. Um, um, I want to talk about my... Not listen. I don't try to find problems with movies, especially a silly ass movie like this. Let's be honest. But this, even as a kid, I remember this being an issue. Is that so? They find the aliens find these historical documents, and they base their whole society off of it. After a bit of a society collapses, and they rebuild in the image of these historical documents. Why then is it so convenient that the ship operates on yeah. the beryllium spheres? Which was that makes sense. They make it uh-huh. like they saw in the in the TV shows. But beryllium spheres actually exist out in the galaxy, and they can find them and stuff. Oh yeah, no. This uh, movie. So you had no problem with the fact. That <laughs> I'm just saying. You had no problem with the fact that their race can make all of this technology happen based off of looking at hand movements <laughs> in 20 years. Yeah. Like they can actually they can do in 20 all of years. That, that's a good point. But they like don't know what lying. That's is. a really. That, they don't know what lying. You know what? Is. You know what my fate. You know what? I've never thought about the fact. That like, yeah, it's like twenty years. Like they, they built yeah, these they, ships, they figured that shit out so quick. Figured it out like that's so they fast. Made all of that technology happened. That's so fast. Wouldn't Simultaneously, they look at Sam and be like, "Didn't you die in that in the Great War of nineteen eighty-seven? I mean, that's actually also a good point. They well, Find I mean, this whole movie's bullshit. They would all me. don't watch it. They <laughs> would all. <laughs> I ch- I changed my mind. They would they would all look different. Because it's been twenty years. Yeah. Like uh the one guy, the the pilot, the black guy, uh was Flim a Ford. child <laughs> when he was Chill. Yeah, chill. Was a child when the How show was grown. On. How you've grown. I do, I do like the idea, though, that nah, Sam Rockwell's nah, character, nah. like even the people that base their whole society off of a TV show, like don't remember his character. Yeah, that's great. You know what They're I mean? like, who's this guy? Okay, yeah. whatever. He's I around. do love. I do love that he just consistently is like. I love when he's like when he says that he'll go in and sacrifice himself to shoot everybody. When he just, <laughs> it's it's not him saying it it's the move that he makes with the gun he looks like he's, he's, he's just waving he it swings around the, well no but he swings the gun to the right and it's like it's gonna knock him over yeah. and then he like comes back with it where he's like no no, no it's okay it's it. okay i got it yeah um this movie's firing man on all all 
it fires it's up on, there with a lot of really good comedies. Yeah, and I think that it gets I I think that it gets forgotten a lot because it is one because it's making fun of it's like it's almost a parody. Like it's not a well, parody. Definitely a parody. It's like a self. Well, no, but it's not. Though. It's not a parody because it's not like it's like it is not taking itself so seriously in the sense that it is like if all they did was make uh was make a funny version of Star Trek. Right. It would be a parody, but this is like no. I'm making a thing where we're recognizing that the Star Trek that Star Trek existed, and these are the characters that played the characters that are on Star Trek, and now those characters are going to find out this other thing is actually real. Like it was like it's not. It's like it acts like a parody in a lot of ways because it takes a bunch of things and it makes fun of them. Uh, where it's like by Grapthar's hammer, I'll avenge thee, and that stuff like that. Is that it's like is that it's like well, that's exactly fucking you know live long and prosper right and that like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do the roles on the planet and i'm gonna do the you know this that and another that's on that's you know on whatever um that's a great point also (laughs) (laughs) no you do make a great point but it it flailed a little at the end look also by the way i lost my way (laughs) also by the way if they were trying to figure out a power source and then they ended up you they probably because they have access to a lot of planets so they could go to planets Find big round stones that can make power, and then just name them beryllium spheres. <laughs> that's that's that because you never heard the little an excellent point. You never, heard, point. you never heard the tiny indigenous people call it a beryllium, beryllium sphere. sphere. Yeah, this is my thing. I that always confused me about it, but I never like read into it that deeply. Because um, it's not meant to be. Because it's not <laughs> meant to be read into that deeply. Uh, what I always thought was was the one that I was like, "What bullshit?" was uh, was the Omega thirteen device. But that see, that's the thing when where I, it's when like, I saw it, I what? was like, I was like, "That's retarded," because it's like, "Oh, it's thirteen seconds." And but then I was like, "Well, but that's probably also them mocking the Deus Ex Machina." devices right. that are used in yeah. those things where it's like yes. yeah we have this thing that perfectly is going to set up the end of this episode yeah yep and well, well and they make fun of a couple times yeah. yeah just to remind you like don't don't forget that things around well and also not only is it oh don't forget that things around but also like they do the different things where it's like we hit the button to stop the core melting down and then it's like that was great and job. then it's like oh one it well it always goes it down always to one. stops at one because yeah. then it becomes one of those things where it's like you end up like I that's what I love about some of the jokes in this movie is that they do stuff like that and then you think back to the guy who like it's almost like the guy who was building it. Who, it's a like, deep joke. It's a the deep, whole deep society joke. is based off what they saw. What they always saw was yeah. stopping at one. Even if you hit it ahead of time, it's like well, it's still I also run down like. To one. I also like that they suggest that, like with the Gilligan's Island joke. Oh, oh yeah, those where poor they're people. like, oh those poor, <laughs> those poor people, <laughs> is that like it suggests that every TV show is a historical document, yeah. and then it's like holy shit, that's amazing. It just opens Plus, up the world so didn't far. Didn't Gilligan's Island have a laugh track? All right, anyway. Well, um, but also the fact that they clearly have access to all of the TV shows, and like Galaxy Quest is the one they're like, this is what we base our whole yeah, society on. Yeah, that's true. Not Adam's family, like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's even think point. it's a matter of like, they, like, that's one of the questions is that it's not a matter of like their entire society is based off of it. It's just a matter of that they are like... They their planet was invaded. They left to go to space, and they needed a way to fight. Oh, so this is a thing that like 
closely ma- uh, matched their situation. Yeah, where it was like where it was like we needed to learn to fight because we didn't know how to fight and deal with this problem of Sarah's. Who are the people? These historical documents show these amazing space fighters, and not just how to fight. They say it uh, when they you know first see the whole crew. They're like, "Your tales of uh, courage and friendship and teamwork." Yeah, we brought that's our religion. You know yeah. all those traits. I like this movie a lot, man. We gotta wrap up, but uh, stream it. Yeah, stream it with your kids if stream you got it. them. Stream with your girlfriend. This is a good all around movie, man. You could watch this with your friends. Force other people stoned, to watch good. this movie. Yeah, not hold their eyes open. Their Nobody. Nobody's changing their mind. Corey, you're not changing your fucking mind. Uh, (laughs) I'm allowed. You're not. You're not, Corey. You're in my house. Corey, you want to give us uh, the Twitter again one more time? It's at R-E-P-P-O-C-X. Not X. Why did I say X? At R-E-P-P-O-C-S. I I thought so. I was going to call you out. Man, that's how little I care about promoting (laughs) myself to people. (laughs) You're just thinking of another misogynistic tweet. Um... Check us out on uh, on Facebook and on SoundCloud and Twitter. We're on Stitcher as well, uh, wherever you want to get your podcast from. Uh, is there anything can else I do, going Can I do? Can I do an anti plug? Yeah, I do not want the people out there to listen to nice podcast. <laughs> we don't want enemies on this podcast. I don't. No, that's just me personally, Corey Rapon. Okay, Corey. Uh, the opinions of Corey Rapond are not necessarily reflective Corey, of the opinions Corey of this Code podcast. Corey Code Red Rapond. <laughs> Officially, I don't want you to listen to nice podcast. Okay. Okay. Twitter beef. Boom. Is that the first time anybody's ever done an anti anti plug? An anti on this plug? show. On this show, yeah, I'm sure people have tried to boy I'm, start boycotts and I'm, stuff. I'm start. I'm starting shit. You're man. Starting I'm, it. I'm making it happen. I like. Are it. we gonna? Can we, we start? Can we start a fight with nice podcast? And then what we'll There's do? There's only is one podcast I have it out for. No, no. And then we'll. I'm not wanna, gonna give them any fucking air time. I want to no, no, no. start a beef between you guys, and then I just leave forever. You well, just no, drift that's away. what I want to do. Out. Well, no, and I want to start. I want to start a beef with them, and then what I want to do is, is that we're gonna have a street fight, and then we'll all get together one day and record a podcast about West Side Story. Perfect. Ba-doom-tsh. All right, everybody, say goodbye. 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 Is there no one on your planet who behaves in a way that's contrary to reality? You are speaking of deception, lies. We have only recently become aware of this concept in our dealings with Ceres. Often Ceres will say one thing and do another, promise us mercy but deliver destruction. It is a concept we are beginning to learn at some great cost. But if you are saying that any of you could have traits in common with Ceres, Ha 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 